0: Hey guys, and welcome. I'm life coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text EXPECT GOOD THINGS to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Welcome to today's episode of the Create Your Fate podcast. I am doing a Create Your Fate first. I have two guests on the show. Yeah, and hey. y'all kind of look alike. Are you related? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you tell
1: by the hair color, the haircut, <laughs> the outfit, the Eyes, accessories, uh-huh. Which, the the
0: shimmer? What was the giveaway? I have both of the Sugar Mamas on the show. <laughs> Hello, Woohoo! it's a Sugar Mama show. Um, so y'all know AC. Yes, I am so happy to be back. I love doing this. I know, it's always so fun. It's easy, it's fun. And we have Lindsay on the show too. Welcome. Hey, hey.
2: hello. Uh, thanks,
0: thanks for, for coming. Me. Oh, yeah. thanks for coming on. I literally yeah. just like, bombarded your Tuesday afternoon like, oh, hey, good. let's go. Let's do well, that's this. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Uh, I'm so excited. And thank you for, for coming on. Um, if you don't know, we'll give a little bit of background about both of y'all um sisters obviously Mm -hmm. who's the older sister i am who's the more who's the more fun sister me Mm lacy who's the more mature sister lindsey who's the more responsible one lacy lindsey (laughs) lindsey come on the
2: more prepared one probably i don't know okay prepared organized and Listen, I have four children. Yeah. There's no amount of organizing any of that crazy show.
0: I know. I'm one of four and I remember my mom always being like, Okay, you're going to softball here. I'm dropping you off here. Mm-hmm. Not even stop the car. Just hop out. You yeah. know, Jump like, and roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yes. was an Astro Van with those doors, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it was yeah, a little had... safer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: was, it? was it? I don't safer? know. It you was
0: know. the nineties, so Yeah. Yeah, but
2: it's organized chaos at best.
0: Organized chaos. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So um, if you have not tuned into the podcast before, Lacey has been on. Um, She's a good friend of mine. And you so tell us a little bit about Sugar Mama and then we'll go into Strong, Happy Blonde as well. Yes, I have a table full of female entrepreneurs here. So inspire us. Tell us all about
1: about yourself. Okay, so this is Lacey and I have been working full time for Sugar Mama Shimmer, which is an edible drink glitter. And basically, it is just fun in a glass. Like, you can put glitter in your drink and drink it. There's no texture, no flavor. And we launched in November 2020. Lindsay and I own this business together. I started working full-time for Sugar Mama in 2021, like March of 2021. And then we just recently brought Lindsay on board. Full time. To work full time, yes. too.
0: Yay. Yes. I
2: left my corporate America career.
0: Amazing. I am oh, a, that's such a celebratory. An
2: entrepreneur now.
0: Yay. So yes. How do you feel saying you're an entrepreneur?
2: Um, it's a mixed bag. I, I um, left my career and thought I would retire from that company. So it's, it's kind of a mixed bag of emotions because I loved what we did. I love the products we offered. Um, but it was time. It was mm-hmm. time. It was everything in me knew that it was time to make a change.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. And now you have this new venture too. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that.
2: Strong Happy Blonde. Um, it's an athletic wear. So active wear and athleisure uh, boutique. I bring brands into one spot that really no one has not a lot of people have heard of. So it's not Nike or Adidas, but Mm -hmm. it's um, other women entrepreneurs who have designed their own lines and made them specifically for women. So um, I choose brands that are doing good in the world. So I have a sunglasses brand that donates to pets Mm -hmm. and I have Mm -hmm. um, a lot of like the dress that you just bought. Yes.
0: It's the cutest dress and it's, it's not black. No. I know. It's shocking. blue. It's light blue. Sh- it's light blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you see me all, you it's know. it's fantastic. This, it's cute. It yeah, so
2: that, that brand um, uses recycled materials. So I'm just very conscious about um, the brands that I'm bringing in and what they stand for and what they're doing. Um, and I'm also um, advocating for mental health because I want people to move their bodies. Exercise changes everything mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And when I exercise, I feel good. And when I feel good, my whole world goes so much smoother.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially in your organized chaotic mm-hmm. situation yes, with yes. four kids yes, <laughs> it's like you yes. got to do something for yourself yes. you know mm-hmm. and and refill your own cup so yeah. and, release. Uh, and release and release
1: and yes. release like I I lived with them so basically when I moved to Texas I moved right in with them while I was selling my house in Indiana and I got a glimpse of like <laughs> motherhood glimpse of motherhood <laughs> But I got a glimpse of, like, what it's like. Yeah, and yeah, you're a brand of crazy. And then, you know, then the pandemic hit, and then we were all, like, locked in. And so, you know who was out there holding boot camp was me. Mm -hmm. I was like, everybody's Mm -hmm. outside. Let's go. We're doing (laughs) push-ups. We're doing
2: push-ups and set-ups and planks and running around the cul-de-sac. We looked like an army of lunatics, but it was the best thing that we could have done was get outside and get some fresh air
0: and move our bodies. Yes. Right. Actually, that kind of, like... Trails into what we're talking about today, which mm-hmm. is, um, and I appreciate both of you coming onto the show today to talk about this um, release. You know that's part of um, releasing these emotions because mm-hmm. uh, today's topic of conversation is invulnerability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know everyone's like, oh. "What?"
1: Sweats from the palms Any immediately.
0: Graham, <laughs> yeah, your eights are like, "I'm turning this off." <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. It's not that scary, but it is. But it's okay. Um, you know we're I just, a lot has, you know, I never really plan, especially when guests come on the show, mm-hmm. especially when two guests come on the show. I love that. And literally, like when I tell you, I bombarded Lindsay, I was like, come on my podcast. We're leaving in 20 minutes. She's like, <laughs> no, okay. No. Um, you know, I am a firm believer that everything just kind of happens and works out for the way that it's supposed to, right? And I never plan the topics really with the guests. And, the, you know, the conversation kind of just goes. But this week, so much has just been coming up, like literally just being released. And I'm like, oh my God, we got to like talk about this I'm because, about right. Yeah. It's just been like a weird time where um, a lot has come up. And, you know, Lacey and I have been just chit chatting about it a little bit. And, you know, when we were chatting this afternoon, it's, you know, we were like these. Sh- Well, y'all are strong, happy blondes. I'm a strong, happy redhead, naturally. Um, But you know, we we are these like fierce entrepreneurs, and we have these these female-run businesses doing good things, connecting um, with other female companies and just providing happiness for people and doing these amazing things. We have all these big grand ideas and we can in one lane of our lives be so like, we are on it. Yes. boom yes. And badass. Like you, you almost feel like if you're an entrepreneur,
1: you have to be like solid, strong, Batman, <laughs> Batman, like Man. the female Batman. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you do like it's like you have to have this armor on and then you, you... have to be thick-skinned
2: I mean yeah. this is not for the faint of heart it is True. you and you only and if it fails it's because of you
0: hmm yeah yes. it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure yeah so we we in this one lane of our lives um we're like this is it it's going to work we're gonna find a way we're gonna like pave all ways and and things are going to happen and we like take on tasks that would normally be really scary mm-hmm. you're like nope just got to do just it and do we it. just do it right yes. and you have like i describe it as like this pendulum right mm-hmm. where we have like one end of it where we're like so like like motherfucking badass right and it's and then you have like the other end of the spectrum where it's sometimes it's just so the opposite. Yeah. Like sensitive (laughs) and and,
1: um, vulnerable. And, you know, and then you're like, wait a second, I'm supposed to own this business and hold this all together. How?
0: Yeah. And it's like, we can almost even kind of hide in that too. Like if I know I do, Enneagram 7 over here just distract me with my business and for a long time I did that as I was going through a couple like really big transitions and realizations in life I'm like let me just hide myself in my business because in that lane I feel like a, a badass mm-hmm. right? and I'm a 3 and yeah. give me all the awards
2: and I will jump <laughs> even higher for you Yeah, like yeah. give me an award and I will I'll show you how much better I can be than
0: that award is right, right? Like, yeah and when can I get the next one uh-huh. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> like what's my next goal because I can hit that and I can show you I'm better than you even thought I was
0: yeah yeah like let me show you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's like we present this like well let me show you so I don't have to show you me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. And it was interesting mm-hmm. as we were kind of talking about this uh, like mm-hmm. literally 20 minutes ago before we came here um, it has resonated um, and in very differently between the three of us that's mm-hmm. why I was like, oh my god let's all like, get down here and have this conscious conversation about it where for me it it resonates and has kind of started with my family life. And Wincy, mm-hmm. you were talking more about friendships, friendships, mm-hmm. and we see Minds always in relationships. Mm-hmm. So we we wanted to get on here because we also know, hey, we are not the only ones, no. right? Right? Who yep. who doesn't um, deal with this to some to some level? And we decided, hey, let's. Because we are badasses in this lane, and we want to do all these things for women and with women, and even and men too. Um, we're not here to say that men can't be vulnerable; they should be, right? They probably have less of a platform to be vulnerable yes. right. just because of societal standards and whatnot. But we wanted to come together to to show a little vulnerability and talk about it to help inspire you as listeners to to do the same thing. Because so let's let's talk about this release and how important it is. So. Um, Lizzie, share a little bit about your experience earlier in the week and and even things like leading up to that. Yeah. So last week I was just feeling stuck everywhere. I didn't,
1: it's not like I was depressed. It's not like, and I think I've said this on your podcast before, I'm like in this very middle zone where I'm like, nothing seems to be going right. I really can't even muster up a good attitude to make it right. I know that's what I need to do, but there's something happening in between and I don't really know what it is. And how to identify it, right? But what I was doing, and and I'm a person that likes to work on myself and try to figure these things out and sit alone and quiet and think about it and why am I feeling this way or what has happened in the week, what's the pattern? And the pattern was that old things were coming up that I thought I had dealt with, Mm -hmm that I hadn't thought of in years, but it was a lot of old things and old people that I hadn't thought about in 10 years Mm -hmm. or maybe five years. And I was thinking about all these things and I'm like, why do they like, why have I thought about this person 15 times this week when I haven't thought about them in four years? Yeah. And what I was realizing was that I was having some core fears and these people were coming up. Because my fear of let's, like, so I struggle with relationships. I struggle with being vulnerable in relationships. So I don't struggle to find relationships. I struggle to be vulnerable in them and then keep them. And so some old relationships were coming up, and I'm like, my goodness, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I really am over this. I, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've
0: been over it for years. I've been over it for years.
1: Yeah. So I thought but some things were coming up. And it wasn't that I wasn't over that person. It was just I wasn't over some of the fears that went back to that relationship. And then it was mustering up some other things, too, with other people that are in my life. And I start talking to Meg about it. And, you know, having a life coach very handy as a friend (laughs) is uh, wonderful. (laughs) And so I'm telling her, I'm like, listen, I just feel like I can't manifest anything great. Like I was this time last year, I was in super attractor mode. I could have anything that I wanted whenever I wanted it. And now I can't make a thing happen. And I can't even find the attitude to like, I know I'm not in that zone because I can't even get a good attitude. And she, of course, you know, knowing professionally the, the steps that I need to do and the practices and exercises she starts walking me through some exercises on like, you know, what are you trying to control? And, um, you know, how can we do this one particular exercise on this one particular person from a long time ago and release some things? And as we start to do it, I my body physically starts to like let go of it. And I, it wasn't like, I mean, I was definitely in tears, but it was coming out. Like I was, I went through an entire box of Kleenexes blowing my nose Mm -hmm. over this situation. And it was like nonstop. I could, it was a faucet. That's disgusting. I'm aware. (laughs) But it was like, I was physically holding on to this and it was finally coming out of me. A purge. It was a purge. And I was like, I don't even know what's happening. And she's like, oh honey, I know what's happening because this has happened to me before too. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, okay, I did feel better, but the things I need to work on are still there. Like I need, I need to go through and work through some of these things and think them through and, um, forgive myself for some things. And, and I think that's really kind of what it boiled down to is like, I had forgiven that person for all the things that went wrong, but I hadn't really forgiven myself Mm -hmm. for all the things that went wrong on my end of things. And I think that was because that was like the harder thing for me to do was to realize that. Man, I'm really hard on myself. I'm also a three. (laughs) And so, you know, it's like you don't ever want to, like when you are a three and you are constantly trying your best, it's really hard to say like, hey, my best isn't good enough or, hey, my best didn't work for me in that situation. Or my best is messy in this season. Like
2: it's the mess that I don't want people to see, right? Like I don't, I don't care if they see me fail on the other side of it. I don't want to see, I don't want them to see my mess during it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Walk us through. um, Why? Why don't you want people to see the messiness of that? You know, that's a really good
2: question. I'm not sure. Um, I think because I'm I am such an achiever and I do want the awards. I don't want you to see the work or the the process that it takes me to get there because I don't always know what I'm doing and that Mm -hmm. the achiever in me doesn't like to show that I don't know what I'm doing or that you're not in control, that I'm not in control. Yeah. It. So it's yeah. A con- like
0: a control thing. And mm-hmm. the forgiveness thing, like you mentioned, it's interesting because I'm not a three. I have a lot of three in my Enneagram chart. Um, and if you don't know your number, go to my website, take a free test. But, um, if you have no idea what we're talking about, this is your first, you know, experience listening about the Enneagram. Um, everything is on my website, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, if you even think to like a, a movie or something like that heroic story of like, you know, it's even sweeter at the end when it all mm-hmm. works out. When you look like the meat and mm-hmm. potatoes of the movie is like, oh, my God, look at all these things that they overcame and figured out and all this like, you know, strife and struggle. And then like, oh, my God, I'm so happy at the end of the movie because they came out on top yes. with all this, you know, um, all these things stacked up against them and they figured it out. And that makes it even sweeter. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you're saying, you know, that's just from my lens. Right. But from your internal lens, you're saying, no, I, I just want the award. Because- I'm going to show you the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. And here yeah. yeah. it is. They fall in love. Yeah. Or, yeah. Right? Yeah. or he wins the award.
1: He's yeah. the best ever.
0: Yeah. Right. Because all the vulnerability is in the middle it's of the in movie. The middle. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like, it's not the beginning or the end. But so walk me through, like, why, why don't you want us to see the meat and the potatoes? Like. I, me, if I'm in your corner, I want to be like, Oh my God. Yes. Have- you overcame this. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's even better now.
2: You know, I've reflected a lot on this in the past, I don't know, six months because we've started to make friends. We moved here a couple years ago and we've started to make friends, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't want those friendships to go away. So I'm, yeah. you know, I'm do- I've been doing a lot of, um, kind of just analyzing of myself and what happens. And I think, I think that I've always felt like I was a good friend and not that the people that I was friends with weren't good friends back, but I was afraid. I think that if they saw the mess Mm -hmm. or they saw that, yeah, I do care about these things or I don't agree with them on this one particular topic or whatever it was that we then couldn't be friends or that they would decide they didn't want to be friends with me. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And Mm so I'm not that I'm, I do fine at meeting people and, Great at first impressions, and I, I am not like you said. I'm I don't ha- have trouble finding people right. to be friends with. It's that once they get past the surface level with me, I'm afraid that they're going to run.
0: Mm-hmm. So at that point, what do you do? Do you keep them at the surface level, or what? At what point do I get to see the mess, or do I never get to see the mess?
2: I think before, I would skirt around the mess and kind of put makeup on it you know it's kind of like yeah. putting makeup on a pig right yeah. or whatever what is the yeah. thing lipstick yeah. on a pig oh right? yeah, yeah yeah um I think I would put makeup on it and kind of skirt around it until that that issue or that that particular topic was kind of behind us and then we could kind of move on now it's just allowing myself time to get to know them and trust them and letting them have time to get to know me and trust me and then once once those two things are in place, then it's easier to let them see the mess because they've already kind of had a preview. Right, Right.
0: yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, let me just, like, dip my toe in. Like, let me let them dip their toe into my mess, right? And it's like, okay, am I scaring them off? Okay, Mm -hmm. like, let me go a little bit deeper. Am Mm -hmm. I scaring them off? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. constantly, like, you can look forward, but, like, you're, like, pausing to look back, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, are they still with me? Okay, Like, let me look a little bit more, you know?
1: When understanding that people bond over imperfections versus perfections, I think that has gotten me through so many things because Mm -hmm. I'm not friends with you because you're perfect and have it all together. I'm friends with you because guess what? I can relate to you because guess what? You drop the ball sometimes, too. And, oh, my gosh, you've had these issues, too. Or Mm -hmm. your family life wasn't perfect growing up or whatever it may be. Those are the instances where you bond Versus, oh well, I have everything together. My family is perfect, and I grew up perfectly, and everything's great. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? I have nothing in common with you because right, that's like, not how. And it then is yeah, then you get insecure about it because you're
0: like, oh, this person has theirs, like, and that's why another like social media is mm-hmm. so toxic because, mm-hmm. oh my god, this person has their life together. They're never going to understand me, but you don't even know the person, so you just you don't care about what they understand. You reflect it back on yourself and say, like, I'm not understandable. Right. Right. Nobody nobody's going to get me because I'm the problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Not everything appears to be perfect.
2: Well, and I think, too, there's an added layer when you become a mom or even a wife, but a a wife and then on top of it, a mom. Now, all of these people, I look at them through the filter of do I want my kids to emulate them? Do I want them to see they're messy? Do Mm -hmm. I want do I want them to look at this this new adult in our lives and say, I want to be like them? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I've got this added filter of, do I even like them? Do I even want to actually be friends with them? Do they want to be friends with me? But then I've got the added, I don't want to say pressure, but this added layer of complexity of now my kids are exposed to these people as well.
0: Right. Right. And that's interesting that you say that because, you know, we always look externally for Um, well, one, to blame the problems on Mm -hmm. and then two, for the solutions too but everything is always within ourselves and that's where it's hard to look, like uh, Lacey, for instance, your story where you're like, hey, I forgave everybody else, Mm -hmm. right, externally I handled it, so I thought I was good right, Mm -hmm. but really it's like whoa, years later, you're like, I never handled this internally with me right? and, you know, for you, Lindsay, where you're like, hey, I don't know if I want my kid to emulate this person because you technically haven't given them a, a shot at, like, I haven't actually seen who you are. Right. Because I haven't seen how you react to my moral standards mm-hmm. and what I stand for and my mm-hmm. foundational code of what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Right? So now it's like, wait a minute. Like, now it's all convoluted and it's like, what? It gets real messy. It's yeah. overwhelming, I'm sure. Because
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And
1: then it's easier to just not be friends with anybody. Right. Because right?
2: then I don't have to worry. I know that my husband and I are the ones that are the adults in their lives. But the problem is, is you need a village. Mm -hmm. You need a village out there that can text you or call you and say, hey, dude, your son was speeding like a race, you know, race 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 through through the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, You know, (laughs) they were racing through the neighborhood and there were little kids out playing like I need like you need a village to help help you manage those types of things. Or, hey, I saw I saw your son out or I saw your daughter out and they were not acting the way Mm -hmm. they were bullying this kid yeah they were not acting the way that we know you've raised
0: them because we know you Mm -hmm. right right Right. exactly but if you don't know if if I'm your neighbor and I don't know how you're going to react because you've Mm -hmm. not shown me how you would react to certain situations I'm going to be like over here like um should I like tell her this I don't know yeah they're just going to talk about you to other people yeah right and then it circles back to you and then that you think it just Mm -hmm. is this you know evil cycle of you know, you don't actually intrinsically well, I think fix my anything. My husband and
2: I were talking about this, I don't know, last week maybe. People don't have communities anymore, right? Like, what you think about, I don't know, I go to the 1950s in my head. I don't even actually know if that's an, an appropriate time period. <laughs> poodle squirt? Isn't that poodle squirts right? or, yeah, yeah,
0: I don't yeah. Know. Greece.
2: Like, I, I think about, like, when my grandmother talks about their neighborhood and my dad would run from house to house to house to house and he knew that if he was if he was going to do something that would get him in trouble, the person's house he was at, he would get in trouble with. Don't even worry about going home, right?
0: That person will handle it. Because that person's <laughs> going to
2: handle it. And then you're going to get it again when you get, yeah, yeah. get home, right? <laughs> but now it's this, it's people don't have communities. They don't have villages. They don't have neighborhoods. People don't come out of their homes. Right. And right. talk in their front yards anymore. Well,
0: I think that's also mass invulnerability, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I think because if we're all feeling the same way, mm-hmm. then what is the likelihood that other people are feeling that same way too? And if you pair two and vulnerable people, or three or five, or like you know the whole community, it's like oh, I don't know, like where to skirt this line. First of all, legality is a lot of things, and yes. how everything's just so like publicized and in your face, and nothing is ever kept in that you know secret realm of like what it was intended to, and everything's mm-hmm. get gets convoluted and and miscommunicated, and, you know, yada yada yada, but. Um, It's like, I don't want to, I'm going to walk on these eggshells because I don't know what I can do, what I can't do. And I'm not confident enough in myself because I haven't spent time with myself, you know, Mm -hmm. to know what I should do and voice this to the other person. Because we're always so worried about how we're going to be received. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Well, and I think social media makes a platform
1: for communication on a screen but not in real life Mm -hmm. like we all made the joke the other day and I'm guilty because I do this I'll say hi how are you but I really don't want a response and why do I not want a response Cause I know how you're doing. I see it on social media, but that's mm. actually a filtered version of how you're doing. And yeah, that's the highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's how like, how are you really doing? Yeah. And you don't walk out and talk to your neighbors anymore. And like, when was the last time you like went to dinner without your phone? And you know, it's, it's all these things. But like, I think that we all have a handheld device that will mask our vulnerability mm-hmm. to yeah. no end. Also, you know, like people that are like trolling they aren't actually confronting anybody. They're just yeah. hiding. Right. So like, I don't know, uncovering some of those masks are important and having real conversations with people and doing the work on yourself. It's hard. You it know? is hard.
0: It's hard. And, you know, kind of like you had said where, you know, we see you were like, Hey, I thought I would did this 10 years ago, five years ago. And, in. And- If you're into personal development, which I'm assuming you are, that's a massive assumption. But if you're looking, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably at least interested in like, at least like, let me check this out. Right. But we get on this like personal development, like high horse and we're like, I'm into personal development. It is their fault. I can see that they're not working on themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like. I've been into personal development for five years. I'm good on, I've checked off this, this, this. But oh, I, s- I made
2: the mistake three weeks, five, I don't know, four weeks ago. And I told my friend, I was like, I'm good on the mindset thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How ridiculous <laughs> that statement good. now sounds. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to do the personal development stuff. Yeah. That is so ridiculous. It is a journey not a finish line.
0: Yes, there is no finish line. And we're like, when are we going to get to it? I right. already did this. I checked the box. I read that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Oh, I've read, I've I've read, read the book.
1: book. <laughs> well, now I'm rereading the book. I don't know if you yeah. all know this, but I'm rereading the book. I've listened yeah. to the
0: book 84 times now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I Yeah, um, I, th- yeah that, that actually hits. And I actually have like reread actual personal development books. And every single time you it hits different based on where you are in your life and yes, what is even. your lesson mm-hmm. in that time. And and here's the thing is we, and I said this a million times, but if you don't learn the lesson, you continue to live it. Mm-hmm. Right. And sure. We can all hide in, you know, our, our businesses or whatever else you hide in, you know, it could be your job. It could be your family. It could be whatever you're passionate about. Um, but really until you actually sit with, yourself you know and reread the book not thinking about anybody else right Mm -hmm. just you it's like ooh, and i'm a seven so i live for distraction right i'm like (laughs) that person needs help sure i'll do it you know um or whatever pickleball margaritas Um. margaritas and tacos yes sure yeah taco tuesday taco wednesday thursday friday Mm -hmm. um But yeah, it's like any day that ends in day. Yes, (laughs) any day. Um, But it's like, let me and I I used to do this and um, I'll catch myself sometimes. And here's the thing is, this is what you have to do. You have to reread the book. You can't just say, hey, check mark, Mm -hmm. toss it over your shoulder. Hey, you should read this. Um, It's like, no, let me keep this for the next season. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, hey, I'm in a messy season right now. Um, It's going to change. It's going to look different where can i continue to learn this lesson so i don't have to keep living it what does it look like right now and that takes a lot of introspection where you are you have this like aha moment where almost like oh my god it wasn't about the other person right mm-hmm.
2: you know well and i think for me in friendships and probably you too lace like when you go and you're you're in the process of building a relationship and creating friendships You tend to fall back into the same old patterns Mm -hmm. because you get scared or you get whatever the emotion is. And once you recognize that that emotion is what's happening, then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Yes. We're not doing that because that means I can't get I can't get to a new level in this friendship or I can't get to a new level in this relationship. Mm -hmm. I can't move forward with these people and help create my village and my community and and my network of people to support me and me to support them. If I allow that fear to come up.
0: Right. And that, so and that f- resonates as a ba- as a barrier almost, mm-hmm. not even a boundary, mm-hmm. but like a, a yeah, barrier. It's
2: just kind of recognizing those patterns and figuring out, OK, I am recognizing I'm doing this again. I got to stop it. Here's what I'm going to do to move forward.
0: Yes. Well, how do you how
2: do you recognize it? I think it's just you do the you do the work, you do the personal development work. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about what has gone wrong in old relationships or why friendships didn't last, or you know, whatever it is that you're you're mm-hmm. trying to work through, and how did I feel, and what did I do, what were my actions, what were their actions, what made me feel that way, mm-hmm. and when you realize that your feelings aren't actually tr- the truth,
0: yeah, right, right, it's we can your feel lens. something,
2: <laughs> we can feel something, but it's not actually the truth of what's happening, then you can kind of say, okay, I'm feeling this way again, mm-hmm. there it is,
0: yeah, yeah, and I think that's. Um, you know, I think you raise a good point where you, you have to sit with yourself mm-hmm. and it's uncomfortable. So you have mm-hmm. to be willing to do that and you have to be willing to take the responsibility. Yes. And people don't like that word. It's like Ugh. that you were at that you could have been at fault. Right. That sounds mm-hmm. like it's a me problem. <laughs> it sounds mm-hmm. like I'm about to get in trouble or mm-hmm. I'm about to be held accountable or what do you mean? This person's a total a-hole. It was definitely their fault. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um PSA. But maybe yeah. I didn't
2: communicate clearly.
0: Right. It's like, right? don't fear responsibility because if you are the responsible one, that means you have the power to change the situation. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And it's like, we have this culture of blame mm-hmm. where blame's like, even a distraction at this point. Like, oh, I can blame them. It's their fault. Yep. Yeah, right? It's easier to do that. Way easier.
1: Way easier. Way easier. And for me, I, I think that like, Sometimes recognizing some patterns like I think you just said that like I'm trying to think like how did I realize what was actually going on And it really didn't take long now that I've done the work for so long now I can recognize it quicker and faster and you really can move on. Mm -hmm. And so when you start out on this journey of personal development or whatever, you can read the book and be like, oh, my God, that's stupid. Oh, my gosh. I'm not, my fears. I'm right now. My fears. Uh, well, I'm scared of dying. Isn't everybody like, yeah. You know, like, and you're like, this is silly. <laughs> this is silly. Yeah. OK. And, mm-hmm. and then you get to like, OK, it's going to be awful to read and I don't like it. And blah, 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 blah. But really, like, think about that. I'm fearing being vulnerable to a book mm-hmm. in my I'm mm-hmm. fearing being vulnerable to myself. And now where I'm at is I'm reading the book and I'm, like, applying every sentence and everything is highlighted <laughs> and everything I gotta, is underlined I'm and right. <laughs> rereading page one 16 times. And I'm like, man, this
0: is good. Yeah. You know,
1: and you got to be willing. Eight years ago, I was reading that book going, this is ridiculous. It's just not for me, you know, or mm-hmm. this is just, ugh.
0: This is whatever. You know who really needs to read this book? This person. So so. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it all figured out. But yeah. you I'm good on the mindset. I'm good on the mindset.
2: You guys said it's the most ridiculous sentence I've ever said. Well but you're at but least where, publicly
0: saying. I mean, where, where <laughs> have you said that before? You know, I would encourage you to to think like, where are you saying I'm good? Because the fact that you need to say I'm good probably means yes. that you don't. I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah, It's like people that
1: constantly talk about one thing and Mm -hmm. how they're happy and have their happy and I'm so happy and this is so happy and this is making me so happy. And it's like, guess where You're not happy. Yeah. Right Right there in (laughs) this situation.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, even as a life coach, I can get, I've caught myself getting even distracted by other, like by helping other people and other people's, um, you know what they come to me with and, I, could, I have found myself even so involved in that, even just energetically and emotionally, where I have put my book on, back on the shelf. Like, OK, I just I don't have the capacity right now to read my book and help others read at the same time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, doing the work, it's going to change, too. Right. And as you grow, as you develop. Right. There's no summit to personal development. Um, I remember we talked about that Mm -hmm. like a year ago randomly like right over afternoon rosé but um, you know it looks different as you mature in your personal development you gotta allow yourself to go and you can see like hey what worked for you before it might not work for you anymore Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're good it means hey like Bing, bing, level Good. up, you know, yep. like level up, try something new, see what works. And, and you might try something like a lot of people try journaling and they're like, oh, this is just not for me. OK, great. Try something else. It's like fitness. You right. know, yeah. I'm not going to join a running club. That is
1: not for me. <laughs>
0: Listen, Zumba <laughs> is not for me. I don't know. There's specific Zumbas
1: I've been to before that were really fun. You know, so I, don't I, have, know.
0: I have the best Zumba instructor. She is amazing. But I'm just in the back, like right. Woo. But I'm not here to look good. But you <laughs> no, know. No. But it's like
1: saying that every single I, can't, I don't like to program, exercise.
2: I don't like to exercise. You know. I like, don't. There's none of it. You know, like you, you yeah, know, like, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, It's like people saying.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I can't, can't find anything is I like. Not for me. Well, yeah. it's because you just haven't found what you yeah. like because your body. You want
0: to is... be vulnerable. Take a Zumba class <laughs> <laughs> and be in the front.
1: <laughs> well, I take one of Meg's cycling classes. Good lord, They're, You know what? Y'all do good.
0: You know, well, improve. But you know what?
1: It's like being vulnerable. Like maybe you're vulnerable in that way. Like I don't want to show up and look stupid. Yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? We all went. And look stupid at Mm -hmm. one point we all started somewhere yeah and i find that a lot of people congratulate like i go home and i may not walk up to these people and be like hey way to go like you looked really good or you like did this this one thing yeah Yeah. because i would never want that to happen to me if it's my first class but we've all been there and Mm -hmm. i'm all like good for them for even being here you know The lady that's walking in in a cane and I'm like, oh, my gosh, how are you even going to do this? You're on a cane. You have a cane. And then I'm like, good for her. Hold up your walker and stick it on the corner. Yeah. Wow. She
0: just rocked that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So,
1: you know, I think you find where you're uncomfortable. I do think, you know, there's a lot of getting out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. you know, with personal development. And that is the part that's so scary for people. And I think that's why a lot of people don't Mm want to go down there because it's not the norm. Yeah. but once you start to do it you start
0: to get better at it it's just like a fitness class and- you literally it's pr- you have to practice it yes you know? and it doesn't get it gets you know less uncomfortable and and when you think about a barrier like the barrier of invulnerability yes you're keeping people out but you're also keeping yourself locked in mm-hmm. right yes you know? preach yes
1: so that was good. Good. I minute. that down. Yeah. I've never marinate. used that before. Wait, write that down. Let quick. that marinate. Yeah. But you have to practice being vulnerable too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, even if it's just like, I think you and I've talked about this before. Like, you're like, I'm going to practice being vulnerable with this one particular person that I'm going to meet today. And I'm going to tell them something I would maybe not tell them before. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think like the situation with the smoke detectors.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, this... <laughs> <laughs> it's not my proudest moment, but I'm going to be vulnerable, Sharon. But so, you know, on in regards to doing things outside of your comfort zone and just also looking for areas to grow in. Right. Uh, I've been on this personal development journey for years and I have never had my um, my my friend. She does everything. She tries all the things and she's like, hey, I have this hand analysis person. Um, You should come get your your fingerprints read, and I'm like, you mean like a palm reader? Like, sure, I'm into that. But like, I didn't even got this book in Nashville, like <laughs> how to read my own palm, right? Let well, me do this myself. And um, she's like, hey, like you gotta come, you gotta come, you gotta come. And so we got together last week actually, and I finally go book this session with this fingerprint girl, and I'm like, okay, I don't really know what to expect, but I don't really understand what's
2: happening. I'm
0: right? open to it. Okay, you know, I've never done this before. I'm I'm here to grow too. And here I am being like, I'm good. You know, I've (laughs) I've read the book. (laughs) I don't need mindset work. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. right. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know everything that you're going to tell me. But sure, here's my hand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we go into this little room. And she, this woman actually reminded me a lot of my ex-mother-in-law. Like, she was younger than her. But, like, they had the same, like, very kind eyes. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. She just put me at peace. Mm -hmm. And so we walk into this little room. And... She's telling me, you know, she has this like this table and my friend came with me and I said, hey, you can sit here and, and listen. I don't care. Look at me being vulnerable. <laughs> um, so you can practice, you know, but she has this like light and this magnifying glass and these like little spectacle things. And she's looking at my fingerprints and she like writing down like all these crazy notes and I'm like okay like what are you doing like I'm starting to feel like a little nervous I'm like okay what does that mean you know I don't even know what you're writing down but what are you writing it's like when a doctor is like writing something. Right. she's like what are you writing Wait, is there something wrong they with they don't me? know because they can't read it either <laughs> yeah they can't read it <laughs> no. yeah I'm trying to read her like little like signs and whatnot but anyway she she starts to tell me like hey I'm um I'm part of the school of love and there's a bunch of different schools and my, basically my lifelong lesson is love, but not like this, this lesson to achieve higher consciousness and like my sole purpose for um, being here is love. And your fingerprints are actually uh, developed in utero. So Mm -hmm. like before you're even born, um, your, your school, one of the first
2: things that develops actually.
0: Yeah. Like four months or five months or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Something like that. But you're out and your fingerprints, they never change. So uh, I go and she's like, you know, your lesson is unconditional love. And I was like, I think you're wrong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, no, no. Look again. Because I'm like, I don't have a problem i've read the book um i don't have a problem with unconditional love like i pride myself in non-judgment i accept everybody and i'm very open-minded and i pretty much just like love everybody and what everybody in and she's like yeah um that's not
2: really gonna work yeah she's
0: like that's (laughs) not gonna work um you are really good at giving unconditional love but mm. you are really bad at receiving it and I was like oh, oh there, there it is <laughs> there it is what's up with that book back up." Mm-hmm. but I'm like oh okay yeah I'm gonna need another 30 minutes can we extend this session you know but you know it came down to like this barrier and she goes on and on and and I'll probably explain on this at some point but you know she goes on and to talk about she honestly described an anagram 7 to a T, which was really interesting to me. But how if I keep everybody at arm's length, then I get to show them, like, again, conceal my mess. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to this version of me mm-hmm. and you're going to like it. And it, she said it stems from this fear of, like, rejection and abandonment. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew, you know, and I came back home and I started doing the work. And she goes on and on and tells me all these enlightening things. But I knew... That my fear of rejection and my fear of abandonment stems from my family life from a very young age. And I had a, a wonderful upbringing. Like my parents, yeah. you know, cared for us and we had a, a great, a great life. But there was um, something that happened in my childhood and I could actually instinctively just go back to this moment. And I'm like, that's what it is. So you got to do the work. So I sat down and I'm like, okay, like what what are my triggers? What do what do I feel when I'm triggered and what are my patterns? And so I start going into like, okay, I'm triggered basically when I can't fix something. Um traffic, I'm late, if I said the wrong thing and I try to apologize and the person hasn't texted me back and it's been a day. I go into what I ends up resonating in is me going into overdrive spiraling right? spiraling mm-hmm. and I over fixate on overfixing, and I try and fix everything and I like, go like crazy right and so I'm like having this big epiphany and I was like oh my god I'm like exhausted right and uh it was the next day I wake up and the smoke detector is going off and I am like oh god that's my worst like my number one pet peeve is unidentified ticking noises like that I know right any kind of sound (laughs) unwarranted sounds unidentified ticking noises it's always been that I'm like what if I because I can't fix it so like I I go to this Mm. smoke detector and and for those of you who don't know Lacey and I actually live together um we moved in a couple months ago together and we have this like huge house and it's got like Ten smoke detectors, right? And Every four feet. <laughs> Every four feet, like wool. We'll there know. is a smoke just detector, <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case, fire we'll It's know. like they know I can't cook or something. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but well, we did have that grill fire that one time. That yes. <laughs> yes, was outside. Did. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> but um, that was lazy TikTok viral video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went, it, with it. Speaking of, yeah, <laughs> it's not a spiral, but a viral, viral. Anyway, but um, so you're not home. You were, I think, working out, but. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to drive me freaking nuts. And my dog's there, and I'm trying to work, and this beep goes off every 30 seconds. So I was like, you know what? I'm starting to get triggered. <laughs> and so like, I'm like, OK, I'm just going to take this little battery out. So I take it out, and I didn't know which one it was. I'm walking around, it's still beeping. So then I decide, because I can't fix it, and I'm getting like really heated and really irrational, rage. rage. I'm like carrying around this ladder, like that's the bad house, like that it works, you know? Like <laughs> literally going crazy. And I'm, I take, I'm like, carrying this ladder up three flights of stairs, like taking out every battery and every smoke detector, and now all ten of them are going off. And I'm like, oh my god, like this is like crazy. Were they connected? I don't know. Something yeah. about hardwired. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Connected. But so, yes, it was terrible. And like, I'm like literally running around like borderline tears. Like, I cannot figure out how to do And, and a noise, noise will make you crazy oh, too. It was so, making like... me crazy. My dog's like, What are you? No, I'm crazy, lady. Happening? So, long story long, but you know, I, I called Lacey. I was like, I can't figure out how to do this. Can you please? Like, Get a battery. She's like, oh, I actually have one. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I asked for help. I calmed down. And I was like, oh, my God. My my thing, my unconditional love of, like, fear of rejection and fear of abandonment, trying to overfix everything so there is no problem, just physically resonated in smoke smoke detectors. Like, I didn't just, like, pause, try and fix a smoke detector, ask for help. -hmm. I was like, I got this. I'm gonna fix all of them, and like, I went like literally crazy, and it was exhausting. But it was a very good lesson of, like, oh, I literally just did that, and a second, I literally asked for help, and like realized my. my that you were in there. You were in there. Yeah, my yeah, my lesson. The beep stopped. I'm not even touching anything. Without touching everything, anything, the beep stopped. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I I get, got it. yeah. Got it. I'll pick the book back up. Got it. <laughs> you yep. know, so I was like, oh, OK, there might be a little bit of work that needs to be done, you mm-hmm. know. But um, don't we all? Yeah. But you got to like you at least have to sit with yourself and and be mm-hmm. vulnerable. I think the first step in the, in the lesson here is you have to be vulnerable with yourself yes. first. Yes. You know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And and how you I think for me, how I can start on that is. When I am not feeling great, what am I feeling and why am I feeling that way? Like, that's a good start for me. It may be different for you, but like, you know, for you, it was, okay, I am like going off the deep end here over a smoke detector. Like what's happening? Mm -hmm. Let's take a deeper dive. And for you, it may look like, hey, I'm feeling old emotions that I didn't like and, Mm -hmm. Instead of pushing them down, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, so like identifying some of the emotions that you have and then getting back to why you think that. And it could be something from childhood. Mm -hmm. It could be something from yesterday. You know, it it could be anything, but it's putting in the work and then identifying all the things and you'll get better at it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it will happen in a day. Sometimes it'll resonate immediately and sometimes it'll resonate way later. Like 10 years later, you're like, oh, yeah. So deal with the smoke detector situation now because in 15 years. They're all going to go off. yeah,
0: <laughs> And you're going to go crazy. <laughs> but, you know, it's crazy.
1: it's crazy how it manifests itself.
0: Yeah, it does. And, and we have a really great tool that we all use that is majorly underutilized. It's, it's our bodies. It's like, you know, you have kids, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know. When your kid gets angry or sad, it's like, what, like, what are your emotions? What is your body trying to tell you? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, how do you, how do you console a child that's upset?
2: Well, you have to give them the tools to calm themselves down so that then you can start to talk through what they're feeling with words. Because once you can verbalize it, then you can figure out what the next steps are. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: usually she's like, and I hear this because I'm around her kids a lot. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. Okay, so we're breathing. We need to breathe. (laughs) Breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, and its I mean, it's as simple as that. Breathe. Just breathe. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Count to 10.
0: Count to
1: 10.
2: Slow your breath down. Let's slow your body down. Right. You know. I'm pretty
0: sure if I had counted to 10... I wouldn't have had to go through the smoke detector <laughs> situation. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh, let me call you. She can pick up a battery. You yeah. know? But yeah. instead I was like,
2: oh, my God. But yeah. First, for, and I think other moms listening will totally get this. First, I have to calm myself down.
0: Because mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I can spiral when they're spiraling. Spiraling, it's like, oh, my God, again? Like, C- we're going to do pick, this again?
0: They pick you know? the worst times. Yeah,
2: you know? always. And then it's all always. about you. Like, and, oh, yeah. they're doing this to me because, because of course, because I, I have a meeting. I'm going to be late or I've got to be on Zoom or I've got to, you know, First, it's I got to deal with myself. Then, mm-hmm. once I've reeled myself in, then it's okay. We've got to breathe. We got to slow your body down a little bit because mm-hmm. you know how you feel when you're upset. That's yeah. how they feel, right? Mm-hmm. Their bodies are
0: going hundred miles an hour. Well, yeah.
1: and they don't have the brains developed to deal right the way that we do. They, so they
0: process it out through anger. I mean. Mm-hmm. Me and the smoke detectors, but yeah, but like you know, like screaming, and they can't. They feel like they can't communicate things, mm-hmm. which is why it resonates in tantrums and, yeah, um, you know, fights and, and stealing toys from the other kid and all the things. But it's like, whoa! If you pause for the cause, that's I guess a big theme here is just stop, mm-hmm. stop what you are doing. Mm-hmm. What am I feeling?
2: Well, and oftentimes, especially in kids, and I think adults too. Anger, it comes out as anger, but sometimes it's your sad. Sometimes it's your embarrassed. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's your, you know, your feelings got hurt. You know, mm-hmm. there it comes out as anger, and it comes out as mad, and and all these, you know, but it, it, there's there's always something underneath anger,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the, the output may look different than what's actually going on. Another mm-hmm. mask.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. right. yeah. Anger is a, a, a huge. Mask and I think mm-hmm. it was either it was either Gaffey Bernstein or Brene Brown, and one of the recent books had said like anger is never the actual yes. problem. Mm-hmm. It just it is it's like the umbrella. Yeah, it's like the little volcano lava that you see is anger, but like underneath, like what caused the anger? And a lot of times, like anxiety or mm-hmm. or or sadness or frustration. They're fearful
2: or they're. That's fear, that's yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, it's a huge mask. So, I mean, me, like literally, was I actually angry, that angry at, at the stupid smoke detector? No. But what I was angry with is like, I am trying to control things that I can't fix. So like, contr- it goes back to the control thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm trying to control things outside of myself, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, that is a huge block to manifesting. And it's one of the big five blocks to manifesting. So it's like, hey, I could focus and be mad at these stupid smoke detectors and, and like cuss up all day, up and up, up and down all day uh, and do all the things. But like, really at the end of the day, it's like, that is not going to affect me. So, like, again, dial it back to self, right? What do I feel? Why do I feel this way? Well, why? 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 Ask yourself you ask why. Your, it isn't the five. The whys, five whys, yeah. Like, it's like
2: the five whys. If you ask yourself why five times, you eventually get to the root of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, why are you mad? These smoke detectors are are going crazy. Well, why, no, why? Why are you really mad? Well, because I can't fix it. Well, why? Because. I feel like I should fix things. I should be capable of fixing this. Yeah, well why? Because if I fix things that I don't have to deal with the problem. Well, why don't you want to deal with the problem? Boom. Like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> like, oh there it is. It's not the smoke detector, you know. It's my but childhood. That's you know? my childhood. Oh great. Let me get that book. I'm going to need that book in like a deluxe copy, you know, hardback. I it in bold print. Yeah. Big bold letters. <laughs> When you can run over with a it won't damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. You just keep them coming. Give me that auto shipment of books, right? Once a month. Just give me a new copy. But yeah, it's, it, it all comes down to self, you know? Yep.
2: Self-awareness.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And if you want to live
1: the life that you want to live, you have to do the work on yourself, relinquish some control. These are things I'm saying this out loud as like for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not necessarily the listeners, but For me, like that's what I'm working on. like, I've got to relinquish some control in not just specific areas. I'm aware of specific areas. But then there are some other ones that I didn't even realize I was trying to control. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it's hard and something new comes up all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's when I am not feeling the way that I feel like I should be feeling, it's
0: time to reflect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you feel like you're in a rut, like how you felt earlier in the week you're like okay like I could distract myself I could go like balls to the walls of my business I could work out I could do all this I could be invested in other friends lives and yada 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 external 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 but really it's like if I feel like I'm in a rut pause what do I need what do I feel yeah and then why 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 and then same thing with you Lindsay it's like hey I'm gonna like I could i could do this again i could go through that same pattern with this friend group Mm -hmm. or this friend group or this friend group but guess what it's not gonna change Mm -hmm. the end page is gonna say the same thing The end of the movie is gonna say the same end of the movie it's like do i want the same thing or like Mm -hmm. hey right do Do you want something different yeah it's like do you want love at the end of
1: the story or do you want it to say and she moved on and repeated the same cycle again
0: Mm -hmm. nobody's watching that movie Right. <laughs> right. Like at the end of the movie it's like, and go back to the beginning of the movie because it's and just be like, like this she's loop. doing it again. It's but like p- Groundhog's Day. But pick yeah, this guy's face. Right. On it. <laughs> I don't like Groundhog's Day. First of all, Ooh. I you you find wildly yeah. annoying. You know? You do.
1: I do. Do you not? I did in that movie, but not I normally. Actually I mean I haven't watched one of his movies in twenty years, so don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's wait, what about Bob? Yeah, like that has been twenty years since I've seen What About Bob?
0: <laughs> what about Bob? I don't Bob? even remember that
1: movie. Don't it's been
0: so long. don't watch it. Yeah, Not. there's a
1: lot out there.
0: Sit with yourself in your in your book. Don't distract yourself with, with what, what About, about Bob. Bob. <laughs> it wasn't. If you turn on What About Bob, you know it's bad. It's time
1: for a <laughs> it's Gabby Bernstein time. book. It's
0: time. Okay. Yeah, that's that's going to be the new level of that's the new sign, like the new cry for help. She's been watching What About Bob. <laughs>
2: You start turning on Bill Murray movies, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: it's over. It's, it's time over. to it's, it's time for an intervention. It's
0: time, it is time. You will not Bill Murray yourself. I feel bad. He's probably a lovely person. I'm sure he I is. Think he's, I, think I think he's, he's a cool. very nice man. Yeah, I don't there's know. a lot
1: of coverage on him, like when the Cubs were like won the yes. World Series, mm-hmm. and he just seemed like a down to earth, like cool guy, very sweet man, just. Terrible movies.
0: <laughs> well, Bill Murray, if you we love are you. listening to we this love you. podcast, we love you. And what Just, about Bob? <laughs> I don't even remember what it was about. See, that's the thing. But, um, well, thank you both so much for, for literally letting me bombard your your afternoon thanks for having us and, yeah so fun um, for sharing your feelings and being raw and open and inspiring because here's the thing you can be a, a, a badass fierce female and you can be in uh like a very sensitive vulnerable person at the same time it's mm-hmm. not this pendulum swing it's not either or, or that. it's and yeah you can be both right you can be a little bit of this one way a little bit this you know the other day so um, thank you for being leaders in the female community and just inspiring um, all of my listeners. So um, I know we we listeners want to they love you. They want to they want to see more about you. So, um, Lindsay, tell us about Strong Happy Wand. How can we find you? How can we how can you all be twins with me uh, in my matching blue, Light blue cute little active? Yeah, dress. I'm going to be playing pickball on that. You yeah, know? girl.
2: Um, you can find my website at stronghappyblonde.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at stronghappyblonde. Blonde.
1: Perfect. And yeah. That, and I mean, the workout outfits so are cute. next level great. The materials are great. It's quality. It's quality. quality. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So cute. And what yeah, about very you? Very particular. Okay. Yes. And if you would like to buy some edible glitter for your next occasion, you can go to sugarmamashimmer.com And mama is spelled M-A-M-A. So SugarmamaShimmer.com, we are also on Instagram and Facebook, and we do a live on Fridays where Lindsay and I just kind of catch up and talk about either, like, it's just kind of mindless stuff. Just like I really wanted to call it Doing the Least with Lindsay and Lacey, but she didn't love the <laughs> idea. And Instagram 3 I don't want to demotivate people.
0: <laughs> Doing but the least. We're <laughs> doing like the
1: least. But we're just kind of talking about topics like that are unfocused. It's kind of yeah. It's, it's just unfocused. It's just it's not... fun. And sometimes we have a truly in the middle of the afternoon. And sometimes we just have water.
0: There we with go. With glitter in it. With glitter in it. Mm-hmm. You have yes. to. You have to. Um well thank you both for for coming on and uh thank y'all you are doing it. Us. And think and and congratulations on being a full-time entrepreneur. Thank you. Right? you thank are, you. You are creating your life. You are creating your future. You are creating your fate, and I know that's something that we all believe in, and Mm -hmm. and we all believe it for you too. So, um, definitely check them out. See, get your get your shimmer on, get your activewear on, uh, and we will definitely be having more conscious conversations on the show at a later date for sure. And if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this: expect Expect good good things. things. Always. Always. And And they they will happen. happen. (laughs) We will see y'all later. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day.